0: We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC McGee Women's. Understanding women's unique health care needs, physicians, nurses, and support staff help you stay healthy. Visit upmc.com slash central PA women. Many Americans want to learn more about their family histories. Genealogy research has become one of the most popular hobbies across the country. Websites like Ancestry.com have become a tremendous resource for tracing family trees. In 2008, the Pennsylvania Historical and Museum Commission contracted with Ancestry to digitize the state's historic records. It's free to access for Pennsylvanians, but not for out-of-staters it's become an issue for some. Spotlight PA investigative reporter Angela Columbus reported on this story, and she joins us on The Spark. Angela, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right, so you report on and investigate issues that often have a significant impact, hold people in in power accountable. But I noticed that this story seemed to get a lot of traction, that there was was a lot of follow-up, a lot of people asking questions. What have you experienced with this story, and why?
1: Well, I think you nailed it. Uh, People are very interested in finding out about their family history. It's more about where they come from, doing DNA analysis, trying to figure out who they are and and how they came to be. And uh, I think that is the number one reason this story had so much traction. And since it ran... Uh, I have heard from numerous people who have used Ancestry's website, who have talked to me about their uh, quest to understand who they are. I just think it strikes at a very fundamental chord inside people. Um, But at its core, this is a fight over public records and also whether, you know, the, the digitized documents in question are, in fact, public records.
0: All right. So let's provide some background here. Go back to 2008. What happened in 2008?
1: So uh, in 2008, the Pennsylvania Historical and Museum Commission uh, signed a contract with Ancestry.com to digitize certain of its physical documents. So you had things like birth and death certificates, marriage licenses, um, Uh, veteran burial cards, slave records. I mean, there was a whole host of documents that it wanted to digitize um, and have in that form because that is how people are researching. They're going online and that's, you know, instead of coming physically to the state archives building. So the contract was signed and over the years there were addendums to it, adding more and more uh, documents into the digital form. And uh, then, fast forward to last September, uh, well, actually now September of 2022, there uh, was a right to know request by a professional genealogist based in New York City asking for copies of those digital records. And thus, the fight begins.
0: We'll talk about the fight in just a moment, but I want to take a step back. Why didn't the state digitize these
1: records? Well, it's a huge undertaking, number one, to digitize these. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of records, um, and it is it is a tremendous undertaking that they likely would have had to farm out to some sort of private contractor. And Ancestry obviously has the technology, has the technological know-how to do it. Um, and so that was the first uh, piece. Is that is why they they couldn't do it in house, but then what they learned subsequently to the contract in two thousand and eight was that even taking the digital records and housing them on uh, on their website would have would have required hundreds of thousands of dollars annually. So they didn't want to take on that responsibility of maintaining the digital records. And so they allowed Ancestry to do that for them. And in, as part of the contract, if you're a Pennsylvania resident, you can access uh, the Ancestry Pennsylvania records for free.
0: Mm-hmm. So who paid who? Did the state pay Ancestry? No. Did Ancestry pay the state?
1: Neither. So it, uh, in in the court fight and and in the various court documents ancestry.com says uh, PHMC the the historical and museum commission did not pay ancestry for this work and in fact ancestry um, spent upwards of 3 million dollars uh, to to digitize all of these records and create indexes and so forth and but Ancestry obviously makes money off of subscriptions, and so the records. If you're not a Pennsylvania resident and you want to access those and other records, you pay a subscription fee to Ancestry. So, there was no money exchange between the two entities, um, and and uh, but Ancestry says it made a significant investment, in in. Uh, digitizing these records and housing them, and obviously at some point monetizing on them.
0: Did Ancestry ever claim ownership of these records?
1: Yes, that is the fundamental question now. Uh, So just to go back to the right-to-know request in September of 2022 by the professional genealogist, uh, uh, PHMC denied the request uh, on various grounds, but fundamentally it says it does not Have those records. And the genealogist appealed. It went to the Office of Open Records. The Office of Open Records uh, uh, cited in the genealogist's favor. Uh, And there's a lot of legal arguments, but fundamentally it said that Ancestry should be able to provide these documents. There are many, it's a huge amount of data. I should sort of back up and say we're, we're talking about a huge amount of data, but you can. Put them um, or, you know, uh, make them available, thumb drives, various other uh, ways to the requester, in this case, the genealogist. Ancestry says, wait a minute, Um, that's not not correct. What is the digital records are not a government record. They are ancestry records and thus are not subject to the right to know law.
0: So the state... When the Office of Open Records said they sided with the, right. the genealogist, uh, his name is Alec Ferretti. Alec Ferretti, That's uh, right. Reclaimed the records. That's right. It's his company. Uh, when they sided with them, the state, the PHMC, decided, okay, we're going to appeal that uh, right. open records. So what happened then?
1: So it was appealed to Commonwealth Court, uh, and Commonwealth Court took a look at it, and in the interim, Ancestry got involved and said, hey, we weren't really aware of this appeal at at the Office of Open Records uh, stage, and as a result, we didn't really have an opportunity to weigh in, and so we're weighing in now with these arguments. And Commonwealth Court saw that and kicked it back down to the Office of Open Records and and said, okay, take another look at this case, take Ancestry.com's legal arguments uh, into consideration and and come up with a new decision. And that's where we're at now. The Office of Open Records has a deadline sometime this month uh, to uh, rule on the case. But pretty much everybody involved in this case has, has said, whatever they decide, there's going to be an appeal back up to Commonwealth Court. And They're prepared to take it all the way up to the state Supreme Court.
0: Wow. (laughs) Alec Ferretti, he could have paid for a subscription or membership to Ancestry.com, and this would not have been an issue. So this looks like a principal thing to him.
1: Well, Reclaim the Records is an organization that works to make genealogical records, Publicly available at no cost, right? So that is their mission. Uh, so there is uh, certainly yes, he could certainly get a subscription, and probably has one um, because he is a genealogist and uh, and access the records. But in some of his legal briefs, he also said that he even if he did that, even if he had a subscription, even if he did it the way Ancestry wants him to do it. Downloading all of that data would violate their user terms, probably because it is such an incredible amount of data.
0: It's it's an incredible story. It really is. And again, it goes to show how interested people are in uh, learning their their family history. By the way, have you done that?
1: I have not. I've never used Ancestry.com. I've never done any DNA analysis. I have done oral, uh, like interviews of my parents, um, which, you know, only goes back so far. But, you know, that has allowed me to really kind of understand fundamentally where I come from. It's
0: a whole lot less expensive, put it that way. (laughs) Yes.
1: Not paying any lawyers for that.
0: Angela Columbus is investigative reporter for Spotlight PA. Angela, thank you very much for being with us today.
1: Thanks for having me.